0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Stay United podcast here to talk about United's 3-0 victory midweek in the League Cup against Brighton, the must-win Super Sunday game against Tottenham in the league and once again another transfer window that is most likely to end in disappointment for all of us including Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Before I get into all of that Good stuff. Remember, for updates about this podcast in general interaction, follow at StayUTDPod on Instagram and Twitter. That is at StayUTDPod for updates and general football chat. Now we've got that out of the way, let's get into episode five. So on Wednesday, United played Brighton for the second time within a week. This time with it being in the League Cup and as you guys would have seen already... We came out winning 3-0, free, free no, meaning that we will be facing Everton in the quarterfinal of the Carabao Cup. The goal scorers on the day were Scott McTominay, Juan Mata, who scored his 50th goal for the club, and Paul Pogba, who has come under a bit of criticism lately following his recent lacklustre performances. So hopefully that will get him going a bit because we will need him at his best for Tottenham. Speaking about... The uh, Brighton match, however, I thought it was a much better performance than the weekend. Uh, obviously, both managers fielded a week te- weekend teams, but even then, you, you can never tell what can happen in, in a football game, especially with United at the moment, in all aspects, not just what's happening on the field of play. Uh, but in all seriousness, I thought it was a good enough performance. Guys that one matter have stepped up so far when being called upon in this competition. Uh, Donny van der Baek got more time on the pitch, uh more time to gel with the team. Uh, later on, Rashi and Paul got some more game time as well as Ole continues to get the sharpness of this squad to the level that it should be. Eric Bailly had another great and commanding performance at the back. He continues to give Ole hints, but He hasn't yet budged. Maybe he will against Spurs. But speaking about our uh, Sunday fixture against Tottenham, uh, Jose Mourinho's Tottenham. Or Jose Mourinho's Tottenham. This again is another must-win game. You know, our loss against Crystal Palace really put the pressure on Ole and his side to perform because we are going into international break after this weekend and it's... It's never good to go into a break knowing that you're in bad form. The pressure just piles up for when you come back. So it would be good to at least go in with six points considering the circumstances. Speaking stats, uh, Tottenham have not won against United in the league since uh, August of 2018, which was away from home. So that is, uh, you know, relatively good news. Uh, they also will be missing Humminson. Son, on well they may be missing in son on, on Sunday, however. Uh Mourinho did say that he was unsure if Son would be available after injuring his hamstring against Newcastle last weekend. Uh, but it was it is most likely that he will miss out. Uh, and and Gareth Bell won't be available either despite returning to training. Um which is a positive for United if you if you want to look at it that way. Um, you know I think if we want to become a top team and uh, top team again in the league and challenging for the title then we have to play against um the top players and you know our squad they need to have the drive to want to play against the top players and do well against them and that's why I think uh, our Champions League group is so good Uh, you know I like our Champions League group uh, we have PSG and, and Leipzig as the two standout teams that will be uh, facing in order to get out into the knockout stages but you know PSG they're a team that probably want revenge against us after you know. The last time we were in the Champions League with Ole when we knocked them out with that, you know, not in Paris. Uh, but they're gonna want revenge and and it's gonna be a good matchup. Neymar Mbappe, those guys, and the Herrera returning, of course. Di Maria, you know, you you know, as a fan base, we can't kind of have a vendetta against him after how he performed and then you know, up and left and then has behaved since. Leipzig are also a a well-coached team, another top team in Europe. You know, if we want to be up there with the best teams in the world, we have to perform against the best. And this is why it's great being in the Champions League again. Those Champions League nights, this is what, as a player, you should be, you know, raring to go for. So it's going to be interesting to see once that competition really uh, uh, starts how the players are gonna perform, how Ole is gonna, uh, you know, rotate his team, with us being in all competitions so far, so good. But hopefully he will rise to the occasion, and and so will the players. But for us, it's it's, it's simple. We have who we need. It's about executing. Looking at our lineup against Brighton last week on Saturday, I expect, and, and you know, big bold letters on expect, everything to stay the same. You know, De Gea in goal, Lindanoff and Maguire as the centre backs, Wan-Bissaka right back, Shaw left back, Pogba and Matic as the holding midfielders, Rashi and Mason on the flanks, then Bruno in the cam and Tony Marshall up top. The only change. Me, personally, I would make his taking out Lindelof for Baye. I think his performances have warrant Well, Baye's performances have warranted for him to start in the Premier League. But, you know, I've seen it enough by now to know that Ole is somewhat stubborn with his centre-backs because he wants them to form a partnership. Me, personally, and, and a lot of the fans, you know, you see it on Twitter all the time. Uh, I couldn't see how, you know, the Maguire-Lindelof partnership can... Work out, but in the end of the day, we have to support the team that gets picked, and it most likely will be Maguire and Lindelof Um, I said earlier on one of the podcasts that I'm on, uh, it's called the uh, Out of Bounds Podcast. I will actually uh, share it on my uh, Twitter, so go follow follow at Stay UTD, and you can also follow at Stay. am uh, um, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to double plug myself, but at Out of Bounds Pod on Twitter, that's their account for you know updates of uh, when the new podcasts come out. We upload every fortnight, so you will be getting those podcasts, and they are an hour long, so a lot longer than these ones, and and they're very enjoyable with three uh, of of, of uh, my mates from uni. So it's, it's very enjoyable, and go check it out, and I will share it on Twitter. Just. Well, I ain't got nobody to remind me right now, cause <laughs> You know what I mean? Not much interaction I on, but we'll get there. But yeah, as I said, I, I cannot see how this partnership can work out. But Ole will be Ole and he'll most likely pick that centre-back partnership. But as I said on one of the podcasts, uh, on the Out of Bounds podcast, I said that I thought this game would be a draw and a ball fest because of the way that Mourinho will set up his team and our inability to break that down, you know, break down teams that are well set up defensively like that. However, Tottenham are there to be got at. Got at. You know, their back line isn't always as stable. Uh, you know, going back to last season and even at, at, at times this season, even though you can't really speak about the Newcastle game because they kind of got mugged off there. But, you know, their defence can be got at. Uh, and our, our our front three will our, You know, they're going to be an important factor in this game They need to be sharp They may um, may not get a lot of touches in this game But when they do, they need to make the most of it You know, in games like this Teams who don't punish, get punished It's that simple Harry Kane scored a hat-trick in their last game He won't miss a chance and, and that's a good point to be honest because Spurs scored seven in their last game. The sharper of both teams. It's early in the season so I don't think there will be fatigue and I don't think there will be, be an excuse of fatigue even though, you know, Jose will probably make an excuse for his team after the game if they do have a bad result. But yeah, I don't think there will be fatigue. It's a very interesting game that could go in, in many directions but the only thing that matters is the result. We must win. As simple as that. We cannot fall behind in the top four battle. So, so early this season. And you know what? It's it's kind of funny that I'm speaking about the top four again this season. Considering that, you know, we finished third. You know, back in the top four, back in the Champions League last season. Expected to make, a you know, progress and a big jump. But yet again, another transfer window unfulfilled. Three more days of a window to go. Time is running out. I'm sure you guys saw the other day we put in a bid for Sancho and he got rejected. That was the money that Dortmund wanted if we, you know, if we put out that bid with enough time. But we played with our food. And I, I tweeted that out exactly the other day. This is what happens when you play with your food. Businessmen in positions that they should not be in, dealing with football affairs. It was an act of desperation because they realized that Dortmund were not going to change their mind. We were supposed to be getting tellers. There's a, you know, there's a chance that that deal may not happen too, or if it does, it's going to happen last minute. United also recently reportedly started speaking to uh, Barcelona about Ousmane Dembele, an alternative to Jadon Sancho after taking months to try and poke Dortmund into changing their minds. You know that annoying person at school who just continues to irritate you constantly, but they're not even worth the trouble they give. Right now, everyone's just looking at Manchester United saying what a sorry club we are. It's all down to the ownership and the negotiators we have sorting out transfer deals. Listen, if Dembele was to come here, and that's a big if, I would support him and I would recommend everyone else to support him because, in the end of the day, he is a Manchester United player. But that cannot mask the fact that United have time and time again failed. To get their number one targets in windows. Because of naive. The the naive nature of Woody and Co. They are failing Ole. And I hope this doesn't happen. Because that most likely means that. This will be another season of no progress. But if that is the case. That would be the fourth manager. That the board got sacked. All have had their you know problems of their own but it all starts by not getting fully supported by the board more so Mourinho and Ole but all of the panic buys and lack of quality signings started back when Moyes came in and and Woodward funny enough (laughs) what can we do it has to improve but with three days from less than three days now when I'm recording to go It doesn't seem like we're going to get the business that we need. And that's just the truth, you know. That's the harsh truth right now. You know, hopefully we can do well this season. And we won't be looking at it in a way where, you know, the transfers have ruined our season and and have ruined Ole. But the way it is going, you know, there's more chance of that happening than anything else. Because like I said and what like many guys have said. We're an injury away from just scrapping the season altogether. And it's that simple. But anyway. Hopefully we can come away on Sunday with a result. And maybe. Just maybe. There will be some good news regarding the transfers before the deadline. On the 5th of October. This has been the Stay United podcast. Remember to follow at Pod for updates on Twitter and Instagram and general football chat. Thanks for listening and also thanks for the support. Episode 6 will be the reaction to Tottenham uh, that will be recorded on Sunday and most likely will come out on Monday. So until the next time, stay united my peoples.